0: Hello and welcome to Outrageous Wellness. My name is Christine Erickson. I'm a psychologist, a personal trainer, a wellness coach, and a recovering atheist. And I am here with Charlotte and Kelsey. Please introduce yourselves.
1: Hey, I'm Charlotte Sapphos, and I am a business person, a Reiki master, and spiritual explorer.
2: Hello, I'm Kelsey Williams, and I'm a yoga instructor an aspiring expert of all things, a and a recent owner of an agate skull.
0: Oh, so tell us about that.
2: <laughs> I um, very haphazardly walked into one of the crystal shops near my yoga studio today, and I've been wanting a skull for a while because it's supposed to represent, like, death and rebirth, and, you know, I just quit my job. I moved in the last year, and I figured it was very appropriate for the current themes in my life and so I walked in and the person helping me let me touch all the skulls and I ended up taking home this beautiful uh agate galaxy quartz is what he said it was uh skull and part of the head it almost looks like (laughs) it's probably a little gruesome but part of it looks like it got hit in the head so part of the skull is missing but that's where the crystal gets really like what, what is it? Druzy? Is that the terminology we use where it's like sparkly in that area? Got so, it. Yeah.
0: Sure.
2: Yeah. I've just, I've decided I'm no longer opening as a resigned elementary educator because that's.
0: Because you're, good. that's in your, that's in your rear view mirror and you yeah. learned your lessons from that. Yeah. And it's time to move forward.
2: <laughs> so now I have a skull.
0: <laughs> there you go. So now you have a skull. That's nice. Awesome. <laughs> So, we wanted to talk about humor today. Talk about laughter and wellness and and spirituality too and mental health uh and how we use humor and laughter in our lives um to make it through. I mean, sometimes it's just about making it through. So, do you guys use humor in your lives? Absolutely.
1: Um, A lot, all the time. As a matter of fact, I feel like humor is um, something that I would not want to go through life without. I mean, it's really, really, really important to me. I love connecting with people through humor. And um, for our podcast, I was doing some research about humor and leadership and i found some really interesting information and i do think it's very interesting that apparently babies laugh this is a research study about 400 times a day and people over 35 only laugh 15 times a day and they laugh less during the weekday than the weekend uh, the weekday rather than the weekends so um i think that's a very uh sad commentary on our you know for those of us who work typical nine to five monday through friday on our workplace environments um so anyway, I, I'm glad we're talking about leadership, or I'm glad we're talking about humor and just wanted to bring that sense or that um, piece in on leadership. And just uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower actually has a great quote. He says, a sense of humor is part of the art of leadership, of getting along with people and of getting things done. So I say we all need to laugh
0: a lot more. Wow works not supposed to be fun you know that right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my goodness yes I know
1: but think about like how how fun it is right one of the things that um, is stressful is flying right so Southwest Airlines wanting to set themselves apart in many different ways they 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 really innovated on the commercial airline experience. And one of the things they realized was that people were stressed. And so I don't know if you've ever flown Southwest, but their big deal is that the flight attendants just crack jokes the whole time. And some are corny, some are really clever. You know, it, it's so much fun to fly on Southwest because you know you're, you're gonna have a smile before you take off and when you land.
2: Are they the same ones that do the warm cookies? Who, do, who gives the
1: warm cookies out? Oh, I don't know, but I need to fly
0: that. <laughs> Charlotte's <laughs> going to Google that now. <laughs> yeah. I
2: think yeah. it's flying. And I think there was, there was one time I was getting onto an airplane, and the lady comes up to me and goes, do you want a warm cookie? And I think I looked at her with tears in my eyes because I didn't fly that much. And I go, can I have
1: two? <laughs> <laughs> please. Okay, forget everything I said about humor, and I just want a warm cookie. I think maybe I just want a warm cookie at the start of the workday and the end of the workday, and that might actually take care of it.
0: Oh, wow. That would be an amazing like management um, coup, right? Is... (laughs) giving warm cookies to everybody at the beginning and the end of each work day. Like, good morning. Here's your warm cookie. And thank you for doing your job today. Here's a warm cookie.
2: I'm just saying I walked into work. The other day. We're on to something, guys, because I walked into work and one of my kind of superiors, his wife loves to bake. And so he brought in monkey bread. And the first thing I did, I sat down at my desk. I'm getting ready. I'm, turning my, I'm booting my computer on. He puts a plate down and then proceeds, you didn't ask me. Just puts the monkey bread down. It's still warm. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Where am I? Teaching was not like this.
0: <laughs> so it's you know what's so funny is that, you know, we were gonna talk about humor today and all we can talk about is food. Um, but let me just so let me just backtrack a little bit and talk about like humor and laughter and what it does for us. And you guys go ahead and jump in, because I know that you know some of this um, already as well. Um, you know, so there is a there is a neuroanatomy to humor. I mean, um, depending on what kind of joke it is, and whether it's like you're hearing somebody tell a joke, or you're looking at a cartoon, that's funny, you know, different air it's going to engage different areas of the brain for processing what it is. Um, but ultimately, it's reward circuits that that are uh, involved. So there is a rewarding aspect, um, just like a warm cookie. So we're on to something there. <laughs> so, so I
2: think we're saying everybody needs sugar and laughter. And laughter,
0: like, yes. Oh, and things. and they both kind of serve similar roles in our lives. Right. Shh. Um so yeah, so it's really it's it is really interesting. Um, you know when we laugh we have you know endorphins are released and you know and it's all associated with opioid receptors which is you know um where you know drugs that make us feel good uh you know um they bind there so there is definitely a uh, a little rush involved with laughter like genuine laughter um it also so this is interesting as well you also get a dump of serotonin so laughter can also have um antidepressant effects short term you know like just you know for 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 a brief period of time so um that's interesting because we know that um or i i know people who suffer from depression who use laughter as a coping mechanism um and maybe that's why, you know, there are so many, you know, sitcoms and funny movies and, you know, things involving humor, um, because it does help us forget and gives us a little antidepressant shot.
2: Right. So, and, and you know, it's funny, I, I was reading a study, um, it's published by the Sigma Global Nursing of Excellence, something like that, but they were talking about how. Humor and like spiritual support. So if you are have a spiritual practice and you're using humor in your life, you are more likely to be resilient. And you're more likely to have resilience in your own life. So incorporating those two things can help you to bounce back after certain hardships, too. So that's also interesting to think about.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it also um, reframes stressful situations for mm-hmm. us so we can kind of (laughs) (laughs) of look at (laughs) it from, (laughs) I know. So yeah. So, so give us an example, Kelsey.
2: Oh gosh. I'm trying to think about what was I, Oh, I had an issue with a coworker at one point and um, she's getting upset with me over something that was really minute. And uh, me being the sensitive person that I am, like, got off the call, I cried a little, and then I went on my angry walk, because that's what I do afterwards, and then I got home, and I started laughing so hard, because I was like, she was upset over, like, one word out of place, (laughs) like, the smallest thing, like, it was ridiculous, so I think being able to sit in and and put into perspective what's going on and what happened, and then to laugh about it, while also creating space, because I actually do think when you I think a good cry and then an angry walk solves a lot of issues and then a good laugh right
0: afterwards. <laughs> A good laugh, exactly. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> oh, but that's usually my like triple threat. I'm going to cry and then I'm going to do an angry walk and then I'm going to laugh about
0: and it. Then laugh about and it. Get
2: there.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, laughter also helps form social bonds. So, you know, mm-hmm. you get in a room with people and one person, you know, and one person starts laughing and it's contagious, right? I mean, if that person is laughing at something and not at the other people in the room, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it, it does create social bonds, um, and a feeling of togetherness. Um, it releases physical and emotional tension, you know, elevates mood. It, um, enhances cognitive functioning. So it helps you think better. You know, if you take a few minutes to laugh, uh, increases friendliness, which I guess isn't always a good thing, but, (laughs) but can be, um, it's protects your heart. Laughter. Laughter is good for the heart too. So it, um, it has an anti-inflammatory effect, um, protecting blood vessels and heart muscles from cardiovascular disease. So that's pretty cool too. So, um, and it's funny what, Funny, haha. It's interesting what Charlotte said uh, earlier about how babies laugh like what 400 times a day or something like that. Yeah. And then we laugh less as we get older. And I remember like one day just having this huge belly laugh at something I don't even remember what it was with my husband. And I, look at, I remember looking at him and saying, I have not laughed like that in years. You know, and he was like, yeah, you know, um, so it's really, yeah, it's, uh, we sometimes forget to laugh, like really yeah. laugh, you know, so
2: well, and it's, it's funny too, cause I have a, um, you cannot miss my laugh. <laughs> 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 Your laugh, Your big, laugh right? is
0: contagious <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's a
2: Big laugh. And I've noticed this about myself and growing up. I kind of felt like and, and not that this was a bad thing it was just it was loud and so people were trying to like maybe not so loud Kelsey um but I've realized in certain spaces now um when I laugh I can kind of subdue it until I get a place where I can really let it go and so there are going to be situations where I feel like as you grow up people are going to try and be like hey not now is not the time but I feel like that's the right time to remove yourself to then let it out yeah. <laughs> like don't sit in a space where you have to be quiet about it. Like, I feel like the most appropriate thing to do in that situation, if you have a big laugh like mine, is just exit and laugh your ass off and then come back. So I feel like that can also be a, a aspect to growing up that happens where people are kind of told not to, but I feel like that's, I think we need to switch our perspective on it. I think the shift needs to be go to a space where you can. Maybe it's not appropriate there, but excuse yourself because that's also appropriate.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I have actually been in situations where um, whether it's, at, you know, out at a restaurant or in a public space and uh, and my husband, Alex, and I just, we love comedy we like laughing. Um, but when I hear like a, a, a laugh that is unforgettable, and I'm with him, the two of us will start laughing so hard. It is it is so fun to hear other people's joy, and that's what I think of when I hear laughter. It's just, you can tell when it's really joyful and authentic, and when you hear it, it's like you just want to join in, and it's really interesting what you said about connecting with people, Christine, because I wonder if that's a big part of it. You know, it's just um, I, I think about times where I hear a laugh and I just it makes me smile. And the other thing is I have uh, you know, we all have people in our lives who who make us laugh. Right. And in particular, I my sister in law, my husband's uh, sister is one of the funniest people I know. And I swear, even if I just hear her name, I get a smile on my face, and it's like I can feel, you know, those those uh, those chemicals that Christine talked about being released in my body. Just when I hear her name or I see a text message pop up, it's really um, it's really cool how that you know humor is is just infectious.
0: It is. It really is. <sighs> what about? So, you know, what we were talking about was, um, in the context of work, like during the day, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of people are isolated now and don't have that opportunity to, you know, engage in humor at work. And, you know, it's like, it's not like every job you can, you know, you can be like rolling with laughter the whole time, (laughs) but, you know, it's like, um, when I, set out this, this question to people to answer, um, what, you know, about humor and how they use it. And there was one woman who, who said, um, you know, if you get a 15 minute break for work, spend one of those minutes laughing. Um, you know, um, so, and I know that people's experiences before versus during the pandemic, and hopefully it's changing again now, you know, like being, in work situations where you actually do have contact with people, um, you know it's it's really different.
1: It really is different, and it's so important to to you know make sure that we um, that we connect, right? I mean, I'm a, I'm at 100 percent remote now, and um, you, you there is a difference between that, you know, being in a situation where you can even just say like, Oh, Hey, you want to go grab a coffee or you want to go have lunch together and you can connect with your colleagues and, um, and it builds camaraderie and it does help the businesses bottom line because people are, are happy to be there. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully everyone can find different ways to infuse, uh, humor with their colleagues if they're remote. And I know Kelsey has a really funny story about how she was able to do that in her in her workspace that I think is a great example of, you know, cause humor sometimes, you know, can feel a little bit like, oh, are they gonna get my sense of humor or am I going too far or, you know, <laughs> like you don't know. This is a prime example of be, having a lot of fun where there's absolutely no chance of offending anyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was funny, too, because we... Okay, so I didn't even come up with this question. My coworker right next to me, um, I have just completely adored her. She's absolutely fantastic. And on her whiteboard, she puts little questions for us to answer. So Monday, she asked, should we have tacos or teriyaki for lunch? And like people gave us full-blown arguments about whether or not we should have tacos or teriyaki for lunch. That was funny to listen to. Her following poll was, is celery good? And I'm going to tell you, (laughs) (laughs) the debates, but like the debates were so ridiculous. Like right now in the world, there's so much shit going on. And when you're debating about something ridiculous, like is celery good? It almost broke down like the barriers between everybody's different viewpoints. And then we were giggling over. I mean, I've said that celery is trash. Like, I think that's... I'm
0: neutral with celery.
2: (laughs) But then there were full-blown arguments over, well, celery's great. Like like Charlotte's saying, like, it's crunchy. So being able to kind of take something that's really lighthearted in nature and then have people actually debate about it was really fun. And I posted it on my Instagram just to kind of... You know, I wanted to interact with more people with this question. And it was funny. I have, I've got so many messages from people and it was, they were comical. People were saying like, what if it's cooked? What if it's not cooked? What's on the celery? And just that camaraderie that I was able to build off of something as silly as, is celery good? I think it was fun. Now I'm an extrovert. I tend to be more extroverted. I can have my introverted tendencies. So I think if you're introverted, I would highly suggest finding a comedian that you, like, belly laugh to. I have, like, two or three on standby that I'll rewatch on weekends when I just need a little, (laughs) like, a moment of lightheartedness. So picking something that just gets you moving and going and puts things into perspective. I think that's what we're all trying to do here with humor is feel lighter and feel happier and enjoy things more. I think that Mm -hmm. is the purpose with humor is to feel like, Oh, I can do that. Like I'm really excited for
0: the day. I, I'm ready to go. Yeah. See, I'm very. I'm. 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 I'm very. Like I don't feel strongly about celery one way or the other. Really. Um, Brussels sprouts. I. I do have very strong opinions on. They are little nasty little cabbages. Um. But celery, celery. I can take it or leave it
2: celery is trash <laughs> that, is, that is garbage to me yeah i, I d- I'm, I'm kicking you out of my house <laughs> i'm just kidding that's mean. I,
1: I did not know that that either of you had such strong visceral reactions to these vegetables i i mean i i love learning new things about you both and <laughs> the fact that christine like has even come up with like a, a name for Brussels sprouts. Like you're just nasty little cabbages. You're like nasty
0: you're little cabbages. They're nasty little cabbages. They're like cucumbers. Cucumbers are evil. <laughs> evil. Oh. <yeah. laughs> oh yeah.
2: Wait, no. Yes. Awful. Uh, yeah. we got to get into the conversation uh, about asparagus, though. Uh, well, I you know, actually,
0: it's not cucumbers that are so awful, but what's really awful is pickles.
2: <laughs> no, you're a liar pickles <laughs> you can't dislike pickles pickles Sweet are terrible sour. pickles are
1: like the
0: elixir of life no I, no 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 <laughs> see kelsey's like throwing her hands up i think she's about to leave, <laughs> not,
2: to leave this, not with the pickles they are my
0: favorite
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah see now you know what a celery aficionado feels like when you you know when <laughs> you do this trash and I keep saying that
0: into the microphone. Celery is trash. <laughs> Celery is
1: trash. <laughs> well, and I do. I mean, I think that that's, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It's for me, laughter and humor is about looking at situations, big, small, medium, and just seeing the fun in it, right? Like seeing the 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 lightness of it. Um, we were talking earlier. I have uh, my... Human design reading with our guest from last, last week or the week before. Um, and she said that I have a relentless optimism. And I feel that I do. And part of that, it, it, it hit me that that's why I love to laugh. I mean, I just love laughing at things. And I'm an easy audience. I can do silly, I can do clever, and everything in between.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not
1: being on slapstick. But anyway. <laughs> Um, it's just I don't know. It's so not a Three Stooges and...
0: fan. What? What? Not a Three Stooges fan. Not at all. No.
1: That I think. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the celery of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that, is <laughs> that is great. That um, I. Agree. I, uh, I was. Wa- I was. So I was doing scrolling on Twitter. Of course, getting into my my own little cave uh, around politics and uh, I got I saw a post that I had to click on and it was posted by a comedian who like Patton Oswalt I don't know if you guys know him but he was like, okay, stop what you're doing. This is absolutely hilarious. And it's a small video clip. And there's a woman apparently who has, um, you know, a rescue farm of animals that she's adopted. And she uses um, these videos as like educational things. So people can see her black swan or her, you know, her, her cow that plays with a beach ball or whatever. So she sets her camera up and you can tell she's doing these videos. And it's a series of her videos where she has an emu, and the emu's name is Emmanuel, which in and of itself <laughs> is hysterical. And as soon as she like, clicks on and starts talking, she'll be like, Emmanuel, don't, do not, do not go near the camera. Do not, Emmanuel, do not. And all of a sudden, you see Emmanuel's face. And he starts pecking at the camera. I mean, and she's talking <laughs> to him like he's a person. He's—it's it, absolutely hysterical. And as we're talking about this, you can not you really can't get how funny it is until you actually look at it. But it's just like you know, seeing the whole thing play out is hysterical. She's doing these serious things. She's doing this wonderful thing, rescuing all of these animals. And there's Emmanuel, and he's just like, we're not going to take ourselves seriously here.
2: <laughs> my God, I love that. that I mean, it's, and it's fun because I feel like the more you're able to kind of get into that space, the more you can enjoy. Things. Especially when you're doom scrolling, I
1: feel like yes. I, uh, oh, you know what? I put my phone down, I did my Wordle, and then I went to bed. Yeah, and, <laughs> and really I was happier for it. <laughs> It's,
2: it's interesting too, you know, teaching yoga, you notice that people come into the space so serious. Like they are, they're like, I'm going to nail this pose. I'm going to be the best in the room. And I think today one of my cues was, and I swear, I don't know where this came from. Like it fell out of my mouth and I almost wanted to put it back in. Um, or I said, I think you guys are taking this too seriously. It's okay to be playful. And then they all giggled. Like it took a moment, like laughed because there was this like such pinpointed focus and seriousness in the room that I could almost feel them looking at each other to see if they were keeping up. Mm. And I was like, no, yeah,
0: no, we're not doing <laughs> <don't>. that today.
2: Well, <laughs> so almost like cut the tension and it gave me like laughter throughout the room, which helps everybody get resettled back into the space. Like, mm-hmm. I think humor is one of those things that I think it definitely provides community and it it makes you realize kind of, you don't need to do everything with such a seriousness that you get it done. In fact, I think yoga is one of those things where I think we should be treating our body almost like a playground. Like, yes, it requires focus, like how going across the monkey bars requires focus. Mm -hmm. But um, I think some people come in with that still competitive. Like I'm going to get this nature. Um, and I think we need to re redo how we're
0: doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I put the question out on social media just to see if anybody had any anything they wanted to say about. Uh, humor and, um, you know, and and mental health and, and wellness. And I got some really good answers from some people. I mean, like people who have, you know, who suffer from depression, post-traumatic stress, anxiety, and, you know, using humor as, as a cushion. Um, And, and, but then here's one response that I really, really made me stop and think. Um, She wrote, the sense of humor comes when we aren't attached to the pain we are experiencing. It's easier to let go of pain when we are lighthearted about it. When we are too serious about life, we attach too much meaning to everything and we make pain romantic. It will keep the pain in place. And I just thought that was brilliant. Um, It really, it really is true. And I know for myself, when I was taking myself away too seriously, um, I was much more miserable and I wasn't, I wasn't processing and dealing with, you know, my shit, you know, like back when I was taking myself seriously. Um, and there, 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 there was, there was kind of a, and, you know, I guess still is at times kind of a romantic, like almost like, you know, wallowing in, you know, in that, you um, place. Uh, but then being able to laugh at it, not that, or laugh at myself, you know, um, really helps, you know, bringing a sense of humor into it. Um, not that there are things that I don't know if I'll ever be able to have a sense of humor about, you know, that happened in my past, but, um, but a sense of humor about other things, you know, around it or in my life has helped me kind of move forward. If that makes any sense to you. So, and I don't know if that is something that you, that, that resonates with either of you, but, um, that was good.
2: I definitely, um, I definitely feel like there's been aspects in my life where, especially like that teen angsty kind of moment where, you know, you want to you're like, Oh, pain. Like you like sit with it for that period of time.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
2: think through my yoga practice, it's definitely been, I've been trying to treat, the way I practice and the way I teach that it's it's supposed to be like adult recess. And when I view that, it starts to help me to, it, it builds a lightheartedness. heartedness. And so when I'm interacting with people now, I've, I've noticed I enjoy, so, like, I enjoy laughter. I enjoy humor. I know you guys know this about me. I know it's kind of like, um, I try to bring it to the table. I think it helps to make everybody feel calmer. Um, but it's definitely interesting that yeah, definitely had those moments of like romanticizing things, and I think that we all kind of go through that and that like teen angsty too. Um, but definitely there are moments, especially in teaching, where there's a little bit of
1: martyrdom that comes out.
0: Oh yes, out. I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Lean into. And it, it it you know it reminds me too of of. Um, the workplace, in a sense, right? When you have a very serious challenge in front of you as a group, right? So I work with a lot of engineers, and sometimes, you know, it's hard to find an answer um, when you're when you're working on a complex problem, like a, a trying to build a technology or something, and it can get really serious, right? Everyone can have an opinion, you know. It's just like. And then as soon as someone sort of cracks a joke or makes light of it, you can almost feel that we're stuck, we're done, energy evaporate, you know, and people are like, oh, yeah, you know, like, if we, okay, if we can't fix this bug, it's not like, you know, anyone's going to (laughs) die. Thankfully, we work in software that that's true. Yes. Um, But it's, it's, you know, the joke
0: about engineers, right? (laughs) Of course you do.
1: What do engineers
0: use for birth control? Their personality. (laughs)
1: Yes. Okay. That is really funny and (laughs) I have heard that. And I also know a lot of engineers whose humor, whose sense of humor is so clever and like so above me. And that's part of it. Yes, that, you know,
0: their minds
1: work <laughs> in such a different
0: way. I and the rest of us are like, "What? I know.
1: Like you. I don't get it. Years, and why like, is that funny? That is not funny. It's not funny. And you're <laughs>
2: laughing. And You're like, "Hey, what's you laughing about? And like, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have an engineer in the outpost and um. It was, he was, always walks past us, like, like silently. And so one day, just me being me, it truly was just, like, trying to be nice. I go, hello, good morning. Like, in the most, like, happy <laughs> voice. I swear he walked to the other side of the room, looked back, confused, <laughs> and <he> kept going. <laughs> I was, I was of Julia, the girl that's next to me, the one that we do the questions with, and we were laughing our asses off. It was just so unexplained. No idea what he was doing. Everyone <laughs> But at the end of the day, he came up to me and he goes, Have a good evening. Like, I think that
0: was my first time. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I,
1: probably, you were probably the topic of some funny back and forth after that. <laughs> they were all just like, sigh.
2: But <laughs> i've realized this, like they're all so serious walking past me and i gotta tell you coming out of teaching like i always had to have my puppy face on so I'm like good morning everybody. <laughs> just don't know what to do with me
0: oh my goodness it's so funny <sighs> so yeah so you you know humor is humor is a wonderful thing um You know, there's self-deprecating humor that somebody brought up, which can be a little mean to yourself, right? You know, Um, it's kind of a protection, you know, against other people coming and, you know, challenging you, um, I suppose. (sighs) Um, Humor can be a mask, right? So that, that's something that somebody brought up um, for me is, um, you know, Robin Williams, um, you know, we use lightheartedness, humor, and laughter to mask pain. People won't worry about someone who they enjoy a good chuckle with. <clears throat> I don't want every person to meet I meet to see me. I can't send my sadness with them, so I give them a smile instead. It just breaks my heart when I hear things like that, right? So, some of us really need humor. We need that that serotonin like dump into our brains, and uh, and the um, you know and the endorphin rush of a good laugh, right? Oh my goodness!
1: Absolutely. Mm, absolutely. Our, our brains, our brains uh, love it. And I think we should feed it more.
0: Yes. What about laughter yoga, Kelsey?
1: You know, it's funny. I, well, it is
2: funny. Um, uh-huh. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> I went to a class in Yoga Bill and you literally like sit there and you just kind of start, they want you to build up this belly laugh. And so you're sitting there and you go, ha, 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 until you really start building up this massive laughter that's actually authentic. Cause you start off fake laughing. Um, but the whole point of it is that, you know, you're trying to build in that joy and, and that, that positive emotion and bring in that energy. Um, and when you're in those classes and everybody's doing it, you're like, this is so fucking ridiculous that we're, <laughs> we're fake laughing so we laugh. Um, but you start to build in that energy and you're able to, again build that community build that camaraderie and I think at least for me I don't know for everybody else but I'm definitely a person that enjoys being around others and empowering others and feeling like um I'm able to make a positive impact at least I hope um And so being in a situation like that is really cool because you're feeding off each other and you're like, you look ridiculous and I look ridiculous, but we're doing it together.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And we're all laughing about it.
2: Yeah. So if you haven't been able to take a laughter yoga class, it would definitely be worth the shot. Um, There's not a lot of yoga studios that do it, um, at least near me. So the only place I've been able to do it is at Yogaville in um, Buckingham, Virginia. (laughs) In the middle of nowhere, you will find an ashram. Ashram? I always say that wrong. (laughs) And you will be able to laughter yoga it out.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: And then,
1: of course, there's yoga with goats. Oh, yeah. Baby goats, right? Baby goats.
0: Oh, my gosh. I've heard of that.
1: That scares me. I always think I'm going to get kicked
2: in the teeth. I will not teach a goat yoga class because of that <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: do you know how to do that have you learned no,
2: I, just, I like see it happening and I can just envision with my luck that right. the goat will go right in front of me and then fuck me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just decided you know I'm good yeah so I'm a goat but I will not do yoga with a goat
0: <laughs> you will not yoga with a goat
2: i will not, I will not goat
0: yes. But will you yodel with a goat? Ooh, maybe. As long
2: the as goats yodel are in
0: <laughs> Do goats yodel? No, but goat herds yodel, right?
1: Oh. oh I'd love to hear that. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is degenerate this is degenerating. <laughs> um Yeah, so um I think we have talked enough. I mean, there's other things we can talk about in the, when it comes to humor. And, you know, anybody who wants to, uh, you know, send a message or an email or something, uh, please do. Uh, Wellness at gmail.com. Um, one thing I know, I think, so next week we're going to do podcasts. And I think we're going to talk about manifesting because Charlotte took a spoon bending workshop and actually bent some spoons and i have registered to do a similar workshop in september so Mm -hmm. i think that talking about manifesting would be fun and bending spoons you know i mean what could be more cool and i promise i'm going to try to videotape myself doing it so y'all don't think that i'm just you know messing with you
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely have to videotape. I think that's a great idea. And I can't wait um, to hear about your experience. My experience was fantastic. It was great. It was like a half day virtual retreat through the Monroe Institute. Um, really cool. You know, our, our minds are powerful things. Our intentions are powerful. And um, laughter is a great way to get yourself in a manifesting mood because mm. the big thing for spoon bending was you had to clear your energy. Then you had to think about things that brought you joy and everything they talked about was manifesting from the heart center and, um, you know, things that bring you joy don't always have to include laughter. Certainly laughter can help get you in that space.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Any last thoughts, Kelsey, That uh, you should go laugh your ass off. Uh, Laugh your ass off. That (laughs) is everybody's homework. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been Outrageous Wellness. My name is Christine Erickson. If you enjoyed something you heard, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please tell somebody else about us, and we will see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.